Welcome. This is the Fearlessly Divine Podcast. I'm Maya, your host, and I'm here to inspire you to fearlessly live your most authentic and best life. Because life is just too short to not live on our own terms or to let our fears stop us from chasing our dreams. Now let's do this. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fearlessly Divine. This is Maya and happy spring. I am so excited for this new season. I know that winter was super sleepy for me. And so it just feels so nice to finally have some movement, to have some transformation, new beginnings, new opportunities. I'm so looking forward to what this new season will bring. And I'm also excited to get into today's episode. So today we will be hearing from Amita of Cream Shakti. She is an Ayurvedic practitioner and registered nurse helping you heal yourself. She brings both Western medicine knowledge and Eastern science expertise to guide you to become the best version of you. I really enjoyed this conversation with her as we discuss the parallels between the entrepreneurial journey and a spiritual journey. So I hope you enjoy this episode as well. And now we'll hear from Amita. Hello, everyone. Today we are talking to Amita and she is the owner of her own business, Cream Shakti. Welcome, Amita. Hi. Hello. Welcome, everyone, to this podcast, Fearlessly Divine. Yes, and I would say that is exactly what I had to step into to start my own business and even maintain it. I am an Ayurvedic practitioner, which is a holistic health science from India from about two to 3,000 BC. So it's as documented, it's 5,000 years old, which is some old stuff. And I also am an RN, so I have extensively worked in hospitals for 16 years, and I have a fusion of Western Eastern approach to health and well-being. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm so excited to get into this more. So tell us a little bit about your path to starting your own business. What what was the inspiration for you? What led you down this road? So my, one of my Vaidyas, which is my gurus, that said to us once that, you know, we don't find Ayurveda, Ayurveda finds us. And Ayurveda literally came to me during a very pivotal part in my life where I was struggling with my own health issues. So I have been through the journey of addiction and recovery in my life. And I was baffled that even as an RN, I could not get the right kind of tools to really bring me to a state of well-being. And it was a very frustrating path. And I had lots of friends in the the medical field and and still just, I just wasn't really feeling in myself. I really lost myself and I was trying to get myself back there. And I had a dream one night about Ayurveda. And I remember learning a little bit about it growing up because, you know, we have some little family tips and tricks growing up. And I was reminded of that. And I basically woke up one day, signed up for Ayurveda and enlisted for myself to learn how to heal myself. Mm-hmm. And as I learned and started practicing Ayurveda for myself, people around me started noticing my friends, my family started noticing. They started asking, what are you doing? I started teaching them. And then eventually I actually started teaching some of the patients in the hospital, mm. what I was learning. And people basically turned around and said to you could do this for a living. You're very good at this. Mm-hmm. And that's what birthed Cream Shakti, which is now the company that I have. So tell me a little bit more specifically about what Ayurvedic healing and practice is. 
Sure. So Ayurveda uses a basis of lifestyle suggestions, nutrition and diet guidance, as well as herbal suggestion and some Vedic counseling all rolled into one. And it uses the elemental blocks of the five elements. So we are made up of everything of the five elements, air, space, fire, water, and earth. We are made up out of all that as well as everything we can see in this reality. Mm -hmm. So in order to interact with how our body is functioning, working, or receiving any imbalances, we use those as the building blocks. And that is further classifies into what are called doshas, which people may have heard more of. There's vata, pitta, and kapha. And one's more of an air space element, one's of a fire element, one's of water and earth element. So there's a lot of dosha questionnaires out there nowadays that you can take to find out what your elemental building blocks are. But it uses that as its foundational and it actually is quite once you start to learn Ayurveda and especially if you're working one on one with a practitioner, you really start to understand because it's 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 quite simple. It's it's very simple science and it's easy for people to understand and actually incorporate once they get a good grasp on their understanding around it, which is why I love it. It's because it's for everybody. Anybody who wants to learn this can learn this. There's no there's no barrier to it. There's no any, you know, with the Western medical system, as much as I love how much I have seen and been a part of being able to save lives, there's a lot of lingo and jargon in there that people aren't able to understand. Mm -hmm. And it can be really disempowering for somebody. And really, Ayurveda and my company is all about empowering the individual to take health into their own hands. I love that, that approach. And and that message of just giving the power back to to the patient to the to the person who needs the healing mm -hmm. yeah because basically everyone is their own healer mm. i'm just a guide a support an educator a glorified cheerleader over here yeah so, <laughs> and it's really you who heals yourself oh i love that approach and so how has being a nurse impacted this practice for you so the great thing about being a nurse is that i'm very comfortable with working with people yeah. <laughs> and that is uh made my journey into ayurveda really seamless in the fact that i have a you know very good bedside manner that i've articulated over the last few years as well as understanding and being able to read people in how they're navigating the challenges that they're facing and even anything within themselves that they're having trouble really being able to bring to the surface. So I'm really very grateful for having had my nursing experience, as well as the fact that I'm very able to understand any labs that they're coming to me with, any diagnoses from doctors, any kind mm -hmm. of care plan that the doctor has, because I, I understand where doctors are what they're thinking and what they're trying to get not always what they're thinking but where they're trying to go with their plan of cares and i think that's really important because you know i'm not one of the is it's this or that in healthcare. i really mm -hmm. want to promote an integrative approach because i think that's how we can get the best care to everybody and so I liked more my clients who are having deep seated imbalances or have diagnoses of diseases, then they can bring those to me and I'm able to understand that. So I am, again, feel very grateful, very blessed to have that education behind me and that experience. Yeah. So 
kind of shifting gears a little bit. What about the the business side, just the aspect of starting a new business? What has that process been like for you? Yes. So um, <laughs> I think we were, we were discussing earlier at one point is that it's basically like a spiritual catapult. Uh-huh. I felt like starting a business because you've got just yourself to look at. And even when I first left the hospital and I started my business, I was really taken down for several months at really looking at myself and the healing I had to do in myself. Practicing Ayurveda as an Ayurvedic practitioner really holds me to the principles of Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't I can't bypass not practicing them. And so I really had to take a look at myself and where my hangups are. And, you know, they say know thyself. Right. And so once you know yourself, you also then in turn learn others. And so in learning my own journey, my own roadblocks has really allowed me to be a better practitioner. I also feel like on a constant basis, this this fearlessly divine that I was talking about in order to be in business is so true because you're constantly having to go up against yourself, against your fears and the way that you're standing in your own way or I'm standing in my own way of being able to achieve what it is that I'm setting out to do. And I have to really trust and have faith in the process as well as if you know, I believe in God, so I'll use the word God or the universe and the divine to to ultimately be taking the reins. And I'm just following suit with the next best step. Mm-hmm. I notice that if I don't do that, that I really can junk up my my creative process pretty much and my ability to bring what I like to offer to the world and even though i might not always know the how of how i'm doing it i definitely know that what i'm doing is in alignment with who i am and as long as i keep that in mind while i keep myself in check and actually face myself i know that i will continue to be on the path that i'm on yeah isn't that crazy how we end up being our own worst enemy or our own <laughs> roadblocks absolutely yeah absolutely it's it's all internal what tips or tricks or strategies practices do you use to get over these internal obstacles so i would say the number one thing especially for entrepreneurs is routine Mm -hmm. keeping a routine because It is so easy to get caught up in the tasks that are rabbit holes. I'm sure we all know about it. You have three things on your list and all of a sudden it becomes 20 because one task is broken down into 10 tasks and you go down these rabbit holes. And also there is a creative process in it all. And so when you continue to keep a routine, you are remembering to do the self-care for yourself. Because when you get lost in a task, you could get down it for hours and you don't realize that you haven't gone to the bathroom, you missed your meal break. And Mm -hmm. so really dropping in with oneself in the morning, I think is extremely important to setting the tone for the day. Wiping that slate clean in your mind feeding yourself the confidence, the self-love, the energy to go through your day as you hit roadblocks, as you might deal with some more more people that are having 
a day of their own or with a task that just ends up becoming extremely frustrating. It's really a great way to start the day. And then I always end my day doing something called japa and I love it. And that is what, when you repeat a mantra silently to yourself over and over again, using mala beads, which are 108 times. And I find that that in itself is a huge practice for me because it's always running. It's like a mantra, right? So it is a mantra, but so most people know, like when they wake up in the morning, they might say, I am strong, I am successful. These mantras are of Sanskrit origin. And the one that I have is basis on the challenges that I've had in my life. But I noticed that, that it always plays in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. So even when I'm driving and someone cuts me off, I'll actually think this mantra that I'm thinking instead of all the other thoughts. And sometimes those other thoughts will still come behind it, I, I guess. But I accept my humanness too. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think accepting your humanness as a business owner and really not trying to hold perfection is also probably the next thing I would say, because it is so easy to want to be the best or do your best. And there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that, but also understanding that as a human being, we only have a certain level of capacity and that rest really in self-care needs to be scheduled in as business owners and rest days do not mean you're lazy they do not mean that you're non-productive they do not mean that you won't be successful i have noticed that once i integrated putting rest days in that i go much faster after mm-hmm. where i might have dragged something out for a month sometimes after realizing that I'm just very depleted, but taking that one day to myself changes everything. And I think that is really hard for us as business owners to own, especially as women and women who have maybe families and children that they're raising at the same time, Mm -hmm. but it is so necessary. And um, yeah, I encourage everyone to do that. Yeah, thanks. That's such an important reminder. And I wanted to go back. You you said, um, you know, setting the tone for the day. Mm -hmm. I've recently started doing that. I've I've committed to myself to to journal in the morning after doing like a quick five minute meditation. And when I journal, well, I think I was doing the journaling, but now I've infused, you know, setting my intention for the day. And even just today, my intention was to be present. And, um, cause I noticed, you know, like I'm with my kids and sometimes I might be checking my emails on my phone or checking, you know, social media on my phone. And I'm just like, no, today I really just want to be present and just see what happens. And, um, the other thing is like you were mentioning, I keep coming back to that as I go throughout my day, I just keep coming back to my intention. And it, I think it really does make a difference. It's so powerful. It is so powerful. And so one of the teachings that I've learned is that for one minute of every hour, if you can come back to your intention, Mm -hmm. if you can come back to what it is that you're wanting to accomplish with your day, or even to just sit with yourself and care for yourself in that one minute, it will carry you so much further throughout the day because you're constantly coming back to self and you're meeting your own needs in the way that they need to be met. So I also wanted to ask you, you brought up, um, creative process a couple times. And so I just wanted to ask, how do you make time for your creative process? And what does that look like 
what does tuning into your creative process look like for you? Wow. So <laughs> this is one that I'm actually working on at this moment. I realize for myself, I, so I like to paint. Mm-hmm. Now, I have made very little time for painting over the years and only really started doing it again once I left my corporate job in the hospital. And again, as I'm building this business, it again fell to the wayside. And it's just like, you know, because it's winter. So this is the kapha season. It's the earth season. We're supposed to be going inwards, taking more introspection of ourselves. And here I am telling my clients to take that time. And I realized yeah. at the end of the January, end of December, beginning of January, is that I was not doing it myself. And I was like, I mean, stop the nonsense. You're scheduling a night where if all you do is stare at the canvas, then that's all you do. I don't uh-huh. care. And so I got out my paints and I, and I did paint. And as I was doing it, I was like, oh, wow, this is just so fulfilling. I doesn't there for me, I'm not painting for anything other than to paint. Yeah. So there's no end game. There is no pitch. There's no this. There's not there's none of it. Right. Yeah. It's just to allow things to flow. And when I finished, I was like, wow, this needs to be a part of my weekly routine. Yeah. Even if it's just half an hour. You know, because, you know, with painting, it takes time to set up and then break it down and so all this. So I was like, you know, put an hour aside, 15 minutes to set up, half an hour to paint, 15 minutes to break down. That's it. I was like, and if I can't schedule an hour to fuel that creative process, then there's something that I need to shift in my Mm -hmm. life. Because I really think that being in your creativity is so important as a business owner because it opens up this different way of thinking than we're used to thinking, right? There's this very masculine way of thinking in business. And yeah, it's great because we've, the society has brought us very well to do that. But especially as female women entrepreneurs or female identifying entrepreneurs, I really think that it's very important for us to embrace the creativity that the, 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 the feminine divine has yeah and that allows for messiness so if you're getting paints all over your clothes it doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense in the cabins it doesn't matter but it helps remove some of that blockages at least for myself yeah and so yeah that's how i have recently started to drop into it and it has been extremely helpful in just creating space yeah. And that, that is what the what the feminine is. And even my company, Cream Shakti. So Cream is actually a beach mantra of the goddess Kali. And a lot of people know the goddess Kali is the one that's that's darker in color, blue or purple, and then it has that the demon heads that are bleeding. And so that is goddess Kali in her active form, where she is actively helping us destroy the demons inside ourselves. Mm-hmm. Basically ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> or she's in this great motherly void which just as allowing mm-hmm. base for allowing and that's what cream means it means that allowing and then shakti is actually the feminine divine energy so that's the name of my company so i have to keep that in mind is the allowing is allowing the space is yeah. keeping that open container because that is what i'm bringing forth to the world i also have to learn to do that for myself as I'm building this business. Yeah, I love that. Thanks so much. I think you've given us really 
great tips. Actually, earlier today, I was having a conversation with somebody who was talking about painting also, and how as you're in that artistic space, you're using your left brain, where usually we're so much in our right brain, that logical thinking, cognitive thought, and and how that could just unlock all these like inner subconscious thoughts. And like you said, like really trigger that creativity, get those juices flowing. So um, I think that's great way to to tap into your creativity and even you know I know that I'm someone that I'm just like oh painting like I'd, I'd probably like run scared from it because I am so like right-brained like words is what appeals to me but I think it's worth a shot for for even people like me who may shy away from those kind of creative outlets because you like you said it's not about the end game it's just about the process and the messiness of it Absolutely. And everyone's creative process can look differently. If words are an affinity for you, you could even just pick a word that you like and draw it out and color it in with markers. Yeah. Or you you said that you love journaling, that it's becoming so nice for you. So you could elaborate on that if you want and write like a small essay that you want to read to your girls or something like that, right? Yeah necessarily always have to be something that people consider oh the arts because the fine arts right yeah yeah you can make the art out of out of anything and to just be messy in the process and to know that there is there is no there's nothing that you need to achieve in that i also encourage people through movement Mm -hmm. to dance just to allow their bodies to move and it doesn't have to be this big production like i said i told myself half an hour yeah you know, so it's just a dedication to creating the space more than anything else. Yeah, and prioritizing it, keeping it top of mind. Thanks so much. If people are looking for you or your business, how can they connect with you? So they can connect with me. They can read more about my business at www.creamshakti.com. So that is K-R-E-E-M-S-H-A-K-T-I. I also have that same name as my handle on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. I actually upload videos on kitchen spices and herbs and what they're good for, as well as different Ayurvedic concepts. So it's a good thing to check out if you want to get dabbling in Ayurveda and see what it has to offer. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for for your tips for any new entrepreneurs out there and for sharing about your business. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and follow. Don't forget to share with a friend and you can also follow me on Instagram at omayajin. Until next time, bye.